Hello, homies! Welcome to your hometown podcast where everything is your own. Let's talk about current issues and trends and anything under the sun. So grab your coffee or your beer and, and let's head, head right, right on. on. Hello, everyone. This is Hometown Homies, where everything is your own. And uh, in this podcast, we are talking about any topic under the sun. And I have here my co-host and partner, Mark Andre Rabin. Say hi to the audience, Mark Andre. Hello, homies. I am Andre. I'm excited for our topic for today. Uh, this will be a very interesting one, especially for our young adults out there. So stay tuned and listen, listen or discussion. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. This is a very important and very interesting topic. So today our topic will be about um, financial literacy. So um, maybe we can start our discussion with the, a simple definition of it. So can you give it to us, Sam? All right. So financial literacy, that is indeed a very interesting topic. What I would do is I would define it by myself first. And then okay. probably you can also give your own definition and probably we can yeah. check out the internet for the uh, official the formal, definition. So for me, financial definition. literacy is, yes, a formal de definition. That's it. So uh, financial literacy for me is simply um, knowing and understanding how money works so that you can use it to your advantage and you can make it uh, a lifestyle and in that way you can manage your money and finances um, um, easily and not just easily but effectively so uh, yeah that's my definition how about yours mark andre so i think um the for me financial literacy just means how the same definition as you how you manage your um cash your money and mm -hmm. how you use it well and you know that's also a good definition but uh let's look into the formal definition uh this is from investopedia because this is uh i think this is a reliable source for all those related topics so uh i'm uh go ahead and uh read this definition okay so sure, fin sure. financial literacy is the ability to understand and effectively use various financial skills, including personal and financial management, budgeting, and investing. Financial literacy is the foundation of your relationship with money, and it is a lifelong journey of learning. I like that. It is a lifelong okay. journey of learning. And then uh, here comes a little tip from them along with the definition. So the earlier you start, the better off you will be because education is the key to success when it comes to money. I like that. I like how Investopedia defined financial literacy and then gave a little um, tips, tips on um, what it means to be financially literate, right? Right, right, sure. That's a great definition from the, the, the website. So um, let's start Indeed, with yeah. some some questions here from our homies out there <laughs> so great, great. Sam, Sam can you tell us about how you start your own journey to become financially literate all right great so uh I would like first to uh before I tell my story I would like first to to um 
what do you say this, um, notify the audience and make um, a statement that I am not a professional uh, fin financial advisor. And I am uh, actually just starting off to be uh, to my journey as a as a financial financial literate person. So uh, whatever we are saying here, whatever I will be saying will be my opinions and my personal views and experiences regarding financial literacy. So uh, please uh, be reminded of that, and you can also start your financial uh, literacy journey uh, by conducting research or even going further to take your uh, professional certificates about it. But uh, we would just want to uh, notify you that we are not uh, professional financial advisors. What we can do is we can share our experience. Do you have anything to add to that, yes. uh, Mark Andre? So same as Sam, I am not a professional financial advisor. So I'm just sharing my thoughts and experiences um, throughout this um, journey. So yes. Um, you should do your own research and um, educate yourself uh, with this topic. Great. But but this will be Indeed. a great start for all of us since uh, um, this is a really important thing to learn in our life. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, this would be a great discussion. This will start your, uh, we hopefully, we are hopeful that uh, this can start uh, a fuel or a or fire or a spark in your passion to be more uh, financially literate. All right, so uh, the question on start my journey, when I was really struggling, I looked for ways, I looked up the internet, I looked for ways into how I can grow my money. Um, I can um, do some side side stuff like sidelines or um, anything that I can do while I'm sitting down. I was just thinking about that. And I researched, I've asked my friends, including you, Andre, actually. Yeah. And um, I learned about the stock market. I practiced investigrams. I read uh, a book. I followed uh, some uh, financially, uh, some financial advisors uh, on Instagram and um, get, I got updated with their stories every day uh, on Instagram. And then um, uh, months after that, it sort of stopped because I was, again, uh, I, I had this struggle and uh, I had this new hobby, which I was diverted from um, really getting into, the, into developing myself into something um, more of a hobby. So what I, but uh, just a few months, back just uh, uh, this passion of mine this urge of mine to learn about money again about finances to manage them uh, it, it came back it came back and I'm I'm thankful with my friends you and uh, some of my friends Ron who are there to help me to be to start this discussion you know to share our experiences and it felt great and also I uh, what really what i can say real uh what i can say that really um turned or really uh, ignited the passion of mine again was the book rich dad poor dad uh, which was uh, suggested by a friend also and uh it was a really great book and it 
really gave me a lot of insights and um, perspectives on managing my money. So uh, again, as I said, I'm I'm still uh, I'm just starting to, to in this journey, and um, I would like to uh, spark some discussions about this as early as now. So yeah, that's how I started my financial literacy journey. How about you, Andre? Can you share your experience as well? Sure, sure, sure. So to share my um journey with this um topic, financial literacy. So growing up, um we are not really um financially well well up. Um not because in my opinion, not because we lack um the financial capacity, but maybe because of um some mismanagement of um our resources so um that's Indeed, that is yep. why that is why i i really um want to um learn this um lessons in order for me to improve my life since um i have seen many mistakes that my parents did back then when i was a kid um mm -hmm. with regards to their financial um decisions so yeah because of that um i i am really uh, inspired to learn and maybe um when i'm i'm in a in in more in a more advanced um when my skills are more advanced i can um teach other people on how they can manage mm -hmm. their money and their resources so yeah that's my journey so right now i'm i'm just starting it again since um last march 2020 i started it when the pandemic hit us and i don't have anything to do so i i practiced um investing in the stock market with a virtual money account mm -hmm. so because I, I back then i do not have um the resources to invest real money so i just used um a virtual money account but yeah after some time i also lose interest um uh, mm -hmm. but right now <laughs> since um <laughs> i will i i will have a job again and then i sh i will have to manage my resource as well I'm starting to um, learn more about this uh, topic again. So yeah, just awesome. like you, Sam. Awesome story. Nice. I could uh, I, I could actually relate with that um, story of yours since childhood. Uh, you, you mentioned that uh, it was really not a, an issue of um, scarce resources, but it's uh, a mismanagement, and uh, I can relate to that. Yep. And uh, awesome. How um, before we uh, go on to the next question, um, did you also read the book Rich Dad Poor Dad? Yeah. So actually, I just finished the book last Friday, and I think it's mm -hmm. really a good one. Um, it really widened mm -hmm. my perspective on how I should um, spend my money. Um, mm -hmm and how can i grow it so that um i will be financially independent um for the next um years to come yeah 
It's a really good book. Yes, very cool. A very cool book indeed it was. So um, can we move on to the next question? Why is yes, yes, financial yes. literacy important? Okay, so for Why me... Why is financial... Yeah, go ahead. For me, the, uh, financial re literacy is really important because, um, as I've said before, I've seen a lot of um, families and people around me messed up their <laughs> financial life. I mean, uh, most of them are really have a decent um, salary, and but most of them do not have this ability to grow it. Instead, um, they buy what they want. They prioritize. Mm -hmm the things that will um, um, satisfy their desires first before really um, investing their money to to assets that will mm -hmm. yep. um, generate their them uh, more cash so i think mm -hmm. it is really important because with financial literacy i think everybody even um, people that um, earn less than the average um, can get re can get um, financially independent and they won't mm -hmm. have to um, think um, of money as a problem anymore in their life so um, I think mm -hmm. this this um, lessons financial literacy should be actually um taught in our schools um at a very young That's age right. yep. that, so that we can really um start it up early but unfortunately it's not happening right now so yeah, yeah i think it's really important for us since mm -hmm. you know money makes our lives easier so with this That's right. it it will make our lives easier yeah <laughs> yep i totally agree agree with you so um yep financial literacy is important to us individuals so we can make use of the available resources to us uh, that will diversify our uh, source of income which would indeed uh help us in um going about our daily lives because um some people uh, including me actually um we have a lot of responsibility Abilities and um, sometimes the salary uh, just so um, yeah financial literacy is really important for us individuals and uh, looking most of the people if not all if most of the people are financially literate and they are making use of the available resources to to generate more income they could actually pick their own uh, resources uh, and not just that all the resources are are um, distributed to the small percentage of the population, but they are distributed to uh, most of the people in the population. So I guess if financial literacy is indeed a thing to most of the population, it can contribute to nation to the nation building, to our GDP, uh, GNP, and whatever our uh, indicators for a developed country is, right? Yeah. What a great yep. answer, Sam. I totally agree with you with that. Yep. So yeah, let's let's talk more about um, the education in our 
um, country, Sam. Yep. So, what do you think yep. is our status in terms of financial literacy here in the Philippines? Yep, I totally agreed with what you say. What you said a while ago uh, regarding the education, that uh, financial literacy is not being uh, taught in school. We are focused on uh, science, on education, on uh, not not totally education, but um, what else are we focused into? A lot of things which does not really tackle about um, financial literacy, which is very Practical. I'm not saying that um, all of those courses or degree programs, uh, all of those subjects that we uh, tackle in school are not important. They they are important. But what I'm saying is they should uh, we should have uh, financial literacy that are incorporated in our uh, schools, right? So um, uh, yeah, talking about financial literacy here in the Philippines. Um, uh, do you think most of the population in the Philippines is financially literate, Andre? And so, uh, if not, what what is what are the barriers that prevent us from being one? So I think um, in the Philippines we don't have really that uh, much of the population. Really, is not much um, educated with mm -hmm. in term with regards to financial literacy. So I think uh, we are more focused on providing our daily needs. Um, mm -hmm. So I understand that um, our struggle really is we don't have the 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 right amount of money. So mm -hmm. I mean, the minimum amount of money in order for us to want more. Yeah. Can you? The, the, can you get what I'm saying? But yep, yeah, yep. I think uh, since most of us are earning very small amount of money, mm -hmm. well, uh, most of the time we don't have um, that spare amount. Mm. So yep. that we, because for me uh, personally, the only thing that really sparked my interest in um, studying um things about money is because i have some spare for me to grow it i mean i don't know where to put it that's mm -hmm. why it really sparked uh, my interest and to 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 come up with ideas where to put it so i think that's one of the things that i can think of why most of uh filipinos don't have mm -hmm that interest with mon uh, financial literacy because most of us are just going, you know, have, have enough cash to just go by with their everyday yeah. expenses. I think that's the barrier for us here in our country. So Sam, what's your opinion about this? Yeah, I totally agree with that, that uh, most of us uh, here in the Philippines just don't have that spare money to risk, you know? Uh, they use it for uh, the daily uh, living expenses to for their daily needs. So uh, uh, most of us really don't have the capacity to invest or diversify their source of income because, yeah, they use their money for their daily expenses. And I would like to uh, also mention that um, uh, in this uh, uh, 
statistics from uh, uh, RoboCash. They did some survey, and mm -hmm. um, uh, it says here that despite solid education and regular income, 75% of customers of online financing services in the Philippines still face acute personal budget gaps now and then. So that is the stats on it. And we can see here that remarkably, 87% feel that this is due to their insufficient financial literacy. These are the findings of Robocash Group. Okay, so uh, it is clear that only a few in the Philippines are financial literate and um, more people are actually eager to learn more about managing finances. But uh, there are a lot of people that are... Um, that have insufficient financial literacy, but they are eager to to learn, to learn. more about it. So, uh, what do you think we can do about that? So, I think uh, one of the best um, starting point for them is to accommodate these um, people called financial advisors. Have you ever encountered them, Sam? Yeah, so, I did. Yeah, I I did. did. Um, um, some of my um, friends do. They so, are financial advisors now. <laughs> Yeah, ahead, yeah. So I think these people will really help you um, kickstart your uh, financial liter literacy journey because although they, they sell you a specific um, insurance products, um, mm -hmm. I think uh, they, they, they really teach um, most of the basics when it mm -hmm. comes to financial literacy on how you spend your money on how you allocate your budgets so hmm. uh, for example in my experience one of the things that i live by um that i learned from the, them was the the third the 50 30 20 rule so basically hmm. it's just the allocation of your uh monthly income so for example um you have thirty thousand pesos Per month income so it just says that um 50 percent should be um your living expenses and then 30 percent should be your the, the the budget for anything that you want uh and then 20 percent should go to your savings or investment so mm -hmm. for me this um format really works and uh but of course mm -hmm. Um, people can, you know, tweak it. Uh, dep yep. It depends on their um, personal uh, situation and preference. Situation, right? yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, one yeah, size preference. fit all. It's not a one yeah, size yeah. fit all. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, you say it allocation. Yeah. So how how do you think they can start, Sam? Yeah, I, I can totally agree with you on that, but uh, I think they need to get out of the well rat race first uh, because as we have mentioned uh, most of the people here in the philippines are really living on a daily expenses basis you know uh, they don't have really that spare money but uh, my advice for them even though they are in that situation is that um, when they have uh, maybe a little bit of a spare uh, from their money, yeah, they should, um, uh, they, they really should consider um, investing it or saving it. Yeah, and, and yeah, I totally agree with that uh, allocation. It's not a one size uh, uh, 
one size that will fit for all, but um, it can totally help them manage their financial resources. Like me, uh, in my situation, I think I I really I don't um, I don't reach that twenty percent savings or investments as of today because of uh, financial constraints. But um, eventually, I am uh, aiming. I, I can I, I I hopefully reach for that. I am aiming for that, or even much more. So yeah. All right, so moving on to the next question, uh, what can you say about say, saying pay yourself first? Sure. So this saying was from the book, right, Sam? So this, this saying, I have, I have heard this saying first from the book, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that I was mm. reading last week. So, uh, I mean, in my, my own pers uh, personal opinion, I think mm -hmm. um, this w would not work for me because yep. <laughs> uh, I don't think I, I I'm, I'm not sure if I get the the saying in a correct, but I don't think yeah. it will yeah. work for me when you put it this way. I think mm -hmm. what they are really saying when they say pay yourself first is um, allocate a lot of your money in building assets so i think that's yes. what they're saying in this say uh in this phrase not yep. really about um paying yourself, yeah paying yourself to buy leisures and hobbies but actually pay yourself in order for you to invest and build yes. um assets that will um provide you uh a better cash flow that will provide you more money so yeah th th this is my perspective on this one how about you mm -hmm. sam yep absolutely uh your interpretation is uh same as mine and it is actually very clearly stated in the book that pay yourself first according to robert kiyosaki is uh, building your assets so pay yourself first also is not very applicable to me because I have responsibilities. I have this job that um, pays me just enough and uh, it's not more that I can really sacrifice uh, yet because uh, what Robert is trying to say is you can sacrifice your money, you, but you should pay yourself first. You should build your assets first and then um, just don't don't worry about those liabilities, those bills, those taxes, but you should pay yourself first. I don't think that many people are really eager to do that thing because they have this big responsibility. And I also think that Robert is speaking uh, with uh, privilege there, if you know what I mean. So um, yeah, I totally agree with you that pay yourself first may, may be a good uh, saying, but it is not applicable all the time. So, yep. Sure, sure. So, at, as of the moment, Samuel, um, mm -hmm. yep. how are you paying yourself? As of the moment, I am paying myself through my um, monthly savings. I'm just, like I said, I'm just starting. So, um, I'm building these savings and investment on my own, but it's not much. So, um, uh, I'm really um, into 
um, balancing right now. I'm really into balancing my priorities, financial priorities and savings. But uh, hopefully in the future, I can invest and save more than what I am saving today. So yeah, learning just continues for me. How about you? Sure. sure. So for me, because I, I'm currently unemployed, <laughs> uh, I do not have this the, the constant cash flow um, that yeah. a full-time job will give you. But since I will be having a job next month, so I think um, some of the the ideas I'm thinking is to really invest most of my, I mean, not most of it, some of my um, salary mm-hmm. through stock markets, um, cryptocurrencies. Yep. Um, yeah. High risk investment because I really believe that yeah. um, we are currently in a, you know, depression in terms of our economy. Yeah. And I think this is the best time to really invest in mm. the stock market and this in this kind of high-risk um, investment vehicles because uh, mm. three to five years from now, I really believe that um, things will go back to a to normal and um, we will, mm. the, 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 the shares of stocks you bought today will, have a uh, a bigger mm. or a larger value in the future. So yeah, those are yeah, my absolutely. Plans I agree with that. As of the moment, yeah, that's actually a great plan. And speaking of cryptocurrency, uh, it's making uh, headlines here and now uh, in the current situation, and that's a good investment, I think, because uh, not only is uh, its market value is um, rising. Um, but it is also being seen as the future currency. So uh, it would be great to invest in that. Yeah, I agree with you. Sure, I agree sure, with sure. You. So um, uh, moving on to the next question. So you mentioned about cash flow. Huh? Can you walk the audience through a little bit of some cash flow discussion here? What is the asset column, the liability column, income expenses? Yeah, sure, sure. So yeah, I am not really well versed about this um, topic yet, but I have some general ideas on what are these um, terminologies are from the book um, Rich Dad Poor Dad that we've read before. I think um, here we have four different columns, the asset column, liability column, income, mm-hmm. and expenses column. So basically, income yep. or the uh, income column will be um, the 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 part where you get um, a consistent amount of money. For example, your salary, mm-hmm. um, the the income that your small business is generating, and then expenses yep. for expenses. So basically, these are just your daily. Uh, expenditures so food rent um, electric and water bill and then um, the asset and liability column so I think this is um, uh, where people get um, confused since uh, as as the book said some of the some mm-hmm. of, some people really confused um, 
liability for assets. So for example, yeah. so for example, um, most of us dream of re, uh, buying a house um, and then paying for its mortgage for life, right? Or buying a car yes. and paying for its mortgage every month. So yes, I think uh, most of us think of these things as assets. But in reality, mm-hmm. um, these are just um, liabilities since um, these things will not really create more cash for us. So, mm-hmm. for example, car. If you bought a car right now, it will cost you the initial amount of money that will you, you'll cash out. And then probably mm-hmm. you'll pay it. If you have a car loan, you'll pay it. Um, monthly and then you'll have expenses for its maintenance and its fuel yeah so i think it's just really a liability um instead of it's a asset so i think um mm-hmm. the defining uh, thing about asset is really is um its ability to generate income generate funds yes. so I think yep. this is a very distinct um, characteristic of it. So whenever um, our homies mm-hmm. um, confuse on buying things uh, that they think is is an asset, they should really think if it's um, income generating. If it is, then it is an asset. But if it's not, it's a liability. It's just as simple as that. So yeah. Yep. Absolutely, I agree with that. And uh, just to add a little bit, yes, I agree that, uh, well, it is also mentioned in the book, so we recommend you reading it. But it is really uh, mentioned there that assets and liabilities, uh, it is important to know the distinction between uh, the two of them. So if actually most people think that houses are assets, well, in fact, they are assets if you say they are assets so for example you have uh, you bought uh, a lot of houses real estate properties so uh, uh, you can make that as an asset if you for example uh, um, sell them or uh, so that you can earn profits or you can actually have them rented by uh, some uh, people so that is when you make your um, uh, properties assets and uh, what's what's really what re- what's really uh, important uh, that was mentioned in the book is your assets column should always exceed your liability column so uh, it is okay for you to have a house as long as you have a bigger asset that will uh, that will um, overpower your liability column so yeah do we have more questions there Andre so there's another one here um, how should an individual manage, manage their cash flow? And what can we do to increase our assets? Mm, that's a very interesting question. So how should an individual manage their cash flow? It goes back to our income. So uh, I think we should uh, first, well, uh, I'm speaking with uh, from my own opinion, from my own perspective. I I think we should um, increase our um, income generating sources, and after mm-hmm. that we can build a strong 
asset foundation, a strong, a strong asset, diversify our investments and uh, learn about those trading so that we can be assured that our money is secure and it's safe so that uh, we can be guaranteed of our profits. And um, we should also uh, uh, decrease our expenditures. Um, what can we do to increase our assets? Uh, same as what I said, um, I think we should learn more about investing. Uh, oh. We should learn more about savings, you know, uh, something like that. So um, I think you should, uh, I think Andre, you, you have more um, uh, advice on this because uh, <laughs> I know you, you are a, a great investor. <laughs> no. Well, I'm not mm -hmm. sure about that, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, about this one, the people should just really, you know, focus on um, building and building their assets. What I'm saying is mm. um, don't be hooked with things that are superficial. That's right. For example, a, yeah, okay. a, a expensive shoes, it will just um, yeah. give you a, you know, short-term satisfaction. So I really yeah. believe that, you know, we should not really um, waste our money with that. So instead, um, we should try investing it. And then once, I think, once you experience this, um, scenario where your money is actually making money, um, mm -hmm. you will get more addicted <laughs> and then you <laughs> just keep on going and going. The advice really is to just try it and then mm. I think it's a, a human nature to really be addicted to mm -hmm. this kind of things. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, yes, it is a human just... nature to want more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all comes down to uh, changing our attitude. Like me personally, uh, based on my ex experience, um, a few months back, I was dreaming uh, for a car. I am planning on loaning <laughs> it, and after that, and after that, I'm dreaming uh, on buying a house. I'm planning also to uh, on loaning it. And but uh, when I learned about this financial literacy, reading books. So uh, I really changed my attitude to focusing on even greater things. You know, I also, um, so um, right now my attitude is really focused on building my asset column, you know, uh, so mm -hmm. diversifying my uh, investments and savings. So, yeah. Hmm. So I have a question for you, Sam. Yep. All right, go ahead. So do you think um, this concept of us telling that people should really focus um, on not spending things on superficial things is a pri privileged point of view since, you know, we actually have the opportunity to experience these um, luxuries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, actually, we're talking about superficial things and luxuries. Um when we're talking about something that we don't need, I think there's no issue with that. But for people that, that are having some issues with their financial uh, situation because they are they need to meet their needs, that mm. is where we can have an issue. That is where we can mm. um, discuss about these privileges that we are in, you know, 
-hmm. we can totally understand them because mm -hmm. it's really hard to get by here in the Philippines, you know, get by day by day. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that um, for us people that have the capacity to buy those superficial things, those luxuries that we don't actually need and then that can give us um, uh, a really uh, hard time in the future, I think we should uh, think first and we should uh, learn more about financial management so we can uh, actually diversify our investments. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. I totally you? agree. You, what, so, so, mm -hmm. so my perspective on this one is I think uh, I mean for, from my personal experience uh, I just realized uh, that I should not spend. I should not be spending on these luxuries once I experience them. So I think mm. maybe um, people will just realize it also when they have this avenue to really experience these luxuries. But when you you're really deprived for all your life and you never experience this. Yeah. I think they will continue to chase it and you know oh, it will lead so. it will lead to more you know not small uh, unsmart um financial decisions so yeah i mm. think actually we are in a privileged <laughs> um yeah i mean we are privileged right now because you know we we got to experience these luxuries. Mm. Yeah. And then um, after we experience that, uh, we we just realized that, that oh yeah, that's the, not, that, uh, the, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're trying to say that some people actually are haven't experienced what we are experiencing today. So they are wanting that over some other things, over yes, uh, yes, yes. what we think are important things. So yeah, that's actually a very interesting insight. So uh, do you have any more questions, Andre? Um, none from me as of the moment. How about you, Sam? Yeah, none from me. But to our audience, if you do want us to discuss more or you want your thoughts uh, to be discussed also or you want to just uh, give us some advice or insights, as we said, uh, we are not um, uh, professionals, professional financial advisors. You can actually message us so that we can uh, have a discussion more on financial literacy and uh, what are the topics and things that we missed and you want us to talk about. We will uh, we will try to accommodate them. So yeah, I hope this is a really educational discussion for our homies back at their homes. Um, for our, I want to talk more about our next episode, Samuel. So can you give us a brief? background on what will be up next for this uh, for our podcast yeah for next episode we will be discussing about agribusiness and uh, how we can maximize the agricultural nature of our country to make business and how we can help the country and nation building through this uh, venture and we will talk with uh, who are we talking to again Andre on this episode we'll have so... a special guest right 
for this episode, we will have our one of our colleagues, Ashley Yunal Buelda, um, yeah. with, who's a uh, biotechnology graduate from UPLB. So this will be a really exciting um, topic next week. So I hope you guys are will be listening from us. We will be back next week. Uh, always uh, check our podcast here in, on Spotify, Hometown Homies. And uh, this is Sam. This is Andre. And this is Hometown, Hometown Homies. Homies.